0: For all of you who were skeptical about the James T. Kedich player curse for fantasy football, you sure about that? You sure about that? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there, and on the old Tiki tock which, you know, it gets neglected, RoyDog13. If you want to follow me over there, remember, it's a D-A-W-G, not a D-O-G. Oh, boy. You'd think the whole fucking world is falling apart just because one player, one player, hyperextended his knee. Got himself a bone bruise. But, of course, that player was Travis Kelsey, so, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, But don't say we didn't fucking warn you in the last podcast when, uh, you know, the one that said, uh, beware the curse, you know, the popular episode every year, the guy not to draft, the guy's not to draft because James Gaddish decided uh, he's going to stick his hands in the fucking fantasy pool and ruin our seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, number one with a bullet, that was Travis Kelsey. But it is only a bone bruise. He is listed as questionable for tomorrow's night's game, the Thursday night uh, football game to open the season. Um, But we're expecting him to be out. Uh, But hopefully it's just for one game. Uh, You'll have plenty of time. You'll have almost a week and a half to basically heal up. So... Uh, do what you have to do. Um, there's a lot of stupid people, even on Sirius, that have said, "Yeah, I think I, I think for one week you could just use Noah Gray, the backup, uh, to fill in for Travis Kelsey." Don't do that, please. For the love of fucking God, don't do that. Who? The people that are saying that. If somebody says that to you, yeah, just go ahead and just grab Noah Gray. Um, never listen to their fucking information ever again, and you should actually call them out on it. Uh, there's plenty of guys, uh, out there to fill in, uh, for the week. Unfortunately, I don't know if you have an IR spot, if you can do it real quick. You know, when they say that he is out, that you can flip it. If you can do that, that's great. Do it. Uh, get yourself a guy like, uh, Tyler Higby. Uh, if Greg Dolchich is out there, which... Plenty of, of plenty of leagues should be still out there, and uh, one Jawan Johnson out of New Orleans. <coughs> so, sorry about that, uh, but I've been sick the last couple of days. That's kind of why I haven't put the podcast out. So, try to heal up, uh, get plenty of sleep, rest, liquids, all that type of shit. It's basically uh, allergies killing me right now, just because of the change in weather. Um, uh, you know, going, f- you know, from high, high heat to, to nice and c- very nice and cool, you know, the, you know, basically 70 and then getting back up into the high heat again, uh, fucks with my system. I am way too tuned into nature. So it is what it is. I get it out of, out of my system quickly though. So we can have a very successful season. Uh, I did want to start, I did want to start this week talking about regular DFS, Uh, the main slate, but we're going to keep that one for the next podcast, which I'm actually probably not going to be able to record until tomorrow, um, which is fine. It's going to be a, it's going to be a run through of basically the whole uh, slate. (coughs) We're going to start picking players out of there. And then uh, Saturday after I get the actual uh, write-up done, I will have a podcast out. Uh, My plan is to have three podcasts out a week, Monday, Uh, Monday night would be like a review of what happened in the previous week while the Monday night football game is basically going on. Um, Wednesdays, I want to do a quick podcast cover the Thursday night game, just kind of get everybody covered uh, for the showdown slates, and then um, definitely going to have one on Saturday, uh, cover basically the write-up every week. Um, And my hope is that... As long as the spreadsheet is filling out uh, nicely, then I'd be able to get a podcast out either on Thursday. I want to do it on Thursday if I can. Uh, The sooner the better. Just kind of give you an idea where my head's at on everything. So we'll work progressively through the week. Uh, Most of this is going to be DFS-centric. The uh, strength of schedule chart that will come out every week, that's basically what we're going to go off on waivers. <clears throat> first couple of weeks are just going to be basically kind of seeing what happens, you know, any type of injuries, anything that we see of guys, you know, maybe we want to grab, we'll take a look at, we'll deal with that stuff on Mondays. Um, Tuesday, I can't get the new strength schedule sheet up fast enough um, to where I can get a podcast and to where everybody can, you know, safely, you know, hear the words coming out of my mouth and being able to make. Uh, Decisions for the waiver wire. Unfortunately, most of us play on Yahoo. Yahoo only does Tuesday nights. If they actually offered the Wednesday night uh, waiver claims, I would actually do a Tuesday night podcast and just kind of get that out. But they don't, so we just kind of have to, you know, ride high, play it by ear. We'll use the strength of schedule from the previous week um, once we have updated DVOA. (coughs) And speaking of DVOA, which is one of the main ingredients um, to the spreadsheet itself that comes out each and every week. Now, remember, DF, the DFS spreadsheet you can also use as a weekly spreadsheet for your seasonal teams. Uh, you can find matchups and stuff for that. So, But um, Football Outsiders is no more. Um, basically, they're gone. I, I don't really want to get into everything that's going on there. Um, I did spend a lot of time sunday afternoon because i was going to get back through and just double check to see if anything was updated and i couldn't get on i couldn't find the the website wasn't loading uh basically down so i had to search and try and find a place that had the actual metric itself um if i could you know basically football outsiders was no more the guys that you know created it ran it did the numbers they had to have went somewhere else right um so basically what i had found is the main guy who ran football outsiders went to FTN. Uh that's faded noise. <coughs> that's the one that was started by um uh Brad uh, mainly Brad Evans uh Jeff Radcliffe and uh, a couple of other guys um behind the scenes um but they took over the DVOA metric. That's the the defensive metric that we want. Um, I also like it for that offensive bar, the tracking for uh, offensive stability, uh, success, you know, failures and stuff like that. So um, it was very big for me to find that. I did subscribe over there. Um, if you want just the DVOA itself, it's $60 for the whole year. It's not too bad. It's about the same price. Uh, it's a little bit more than what Football Outsiders was charging for the full year, but it's still, you know, it's still palatable, right? It's a whole year. Um, I did end up paying... Um, I did a step up, paid basically 100 bucks for the year. That doesn't give me any access to their fantasy uh, picks, anything like that, DFS, whatnot. What that gives me access to is a lot of their stat tracking that they do and some other metrics that I did not have before that I find interesting... Uh, Stuff that won't be included in the spreadsheet might be something that I can include next year. Um, But it is something that I can actually take a look into. I can do, you know, include it in the write up. uh, Say, hey, look, this is what I'm seeing. Um, This is what (coughs) the numbers are telling me. This is the way that we're going to lean. So um, I'm just happy I found it. I did talk to them about. Uh, because they only base had the basic, like, you know, main offense, main defense, uh, main special teams, DVOA numbers. Um, so I did ask if they're going to continue to do the split apart that they did over in football outsiders and have that over at FTN. I was told it was either going to be, um, after week one or, uh, after week two latest would be week three, which is fine. Because DVOA doesn't stabilize until about week three, week four, right in there. Uh, week three was really kind of where we look for the stabilization. So we're going to have to play it by ear. <coughs> we're going to have to use our nuggets and make our decisions wisely, okay? Um, if anybody tells you that they know exactly what to do with uh, the slate, with you know players and whatnot in general, um, a lot of them are going to be lying. They're going to go off last year's numbers. We have last year's numbers. We're not going based off of last year's numbers. The only reason why you get a spreadsheet from week one, week two is because I need you to get used to looking at the spreadsheet. Plus you get all the number, all the uh, price points, the salaries uh, and the rankings based per site on those price points. So, it's very important for us to have it just to get used to it. Anybody who's been anybody who's been around since I started making the spreadsheet back in, God, 2018? 2018, I think it was the very first season I started doing it. Um, you have an idea. You have a good idea of what I mean by this. You're not totally buying into the numbers that are on there. We're looking at matchups. You know, I still have Pro Football Focus looking at uh, matchups and stuff. FTN has that as well. So I'm going to be looking at all that stuff. Okay. Just use your nuggets. If you have any questions on anything, feel free to ask. Absolutely. Feel free to ask, but I will be, uh, updating between today and tomorrow. So definitely before tomorrow's podcast, looking at like injury, the injury report and all that, and just keeping you kind of updated on that. Uh, that'll be updated, you know, I update it throughout the whole week. Um, basically, we don't start doing injury, looking at injuries until about Wednesday, um, Thursday, Friday, and then you know Saturday as a final. If we got a guy that's kind of on the fringe, you know Sunday. If I see something in there, <coughs> now a lot of people will say, "Hey, look, you know Dennis isn't full time." you know, doing this, he's got a full-time job and whatnot and all that. But when you look at the amount of time that I spend in here working for you, for me, you're, I'm working for you through myself, right? Through my own play, through my own money. It's a 40 plus hour a week job on this. Okay. If anybody says that I'm lying, here's what I do. Okay, You can ask anybody that hang, that hangs out in the quote-unquote doghouse out in the garage where we have, you know, the three TVs listed, or setting up, watching football. Bare minimum, I start at 9 in the morning on Sunday. You know, go out, get a good workout, do my thing, get breakfast, whatnot. Start at 9 in the morning. Any type of questions, keep a lookout, you know, any injuries, whatnot, Paying attention on that. Through the games, I am working. I ha- I bring my laptop out there. I bring my big screen, my big monitor out there. And I'm working while I'm watching the games. Until at least about 8 o'clock. So there's 11 hours right there. Monday through Friday, I'm putting in at least 4 to 5 hours. So you're looking at 20 to 25 hours. Right there alone, that's 31 to 36 hours. Right? I probably put in another good eight to 10 on Saturday. I'm usually up at like four o'clock in the morning working on this, working on the write up, all that. So, if anybody wants to tell you that I don't do this full time, they're full of shit. This is a full time job. This is why I've always been looking for something to where I'm actually getting paid. Now that I've been told that the product is good enough to sell next year, we will go to pay. But like I said, anybody who is here, anybody who gets this product now, you're going to get the, you're going to get the discount <coughs> just for being here, just for being here, putting up with my bullshit, all the shit through the last year, everything, everything, you get that discount. You're getting a sizable discount. You're going to get about the 50% discount. And we talk, I talked about this a couple podcasts ago. I'm only going to charge you about a buck a week. So definitely think about that uh, for next year especially. We will have that. Uh, that will probably go up in the summertime. But let's get into the Thursday night football game we will we're going to play this as if Travis Kelsey is not playing. Okay. First and foremost, let's just go ahead and fucking do it. If he's going to be there, he's going to be a, probably a decoy. Let's just treat him as a decoy. Could he catch a touchdown? Absolutely. But let's not trust in Travis Kelsey. With Travis Kelsey not being available to us, means we're going to have a lot of salary available. No matter what site you're on, he's going to be the highest paid player, right? Let's actually take a look. He is third highest priced player on FanDuel, third, uh, second on both Yahoo and DK. So that's what it is. Like 15000 over on FanDuel, thirty-three on Yahoo, 12000 on DK. So you're basically taking that salary, you're cutting it out. What a lot of people will make the mistake of doing now because of that, they're going to try and pay up for a lot of other players. What I would suggest is to definitely make sure that you're not using a lot of salary. Like all of it, I mean. Don't use 100% of your salary on here. Be different. Have fun with the fucking slate. Every showdown, just have fun with it. Treat it as, I'm losing this fucking money. Play have fun, be loose. That seems to be the best way to fucking play it. Okay. If you play it tight, if you're maxing out salary, even if that lineup hits, you're probably matching up with about depending upon the site or the you know the contest. Like you do the millionaire maker. A lot of people want to play the million, right? Over on DK, you'll have guarantee you. 500 people that'll probably tie. So let's be different. Let's think outside the box. That's our goal. Really, really want to think outside the box here. Okay. <clears throat> so, Thursday Night Football, Kansas City opened as a six and a half point favorite. 51 and a half was the over under. Uh, Kansas City is currently a four and a half point favorite. So they slipped two points. Uh, the over under went down to 52 that was up to 54 and a half so it has dropped a little bit they are expecting basically batters are expecting that Kelsey's not playing so who do we want to use we're going to use we're going to utilize the lions offense first here um basically Jared Goff 15,500 on FanDuel 30 on Yahoo 9,400 on draft DraftKings, good for second, third, and fourth. If you could tell that I'm all plugged up, yes, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get through it, okay? Uh, Jared Goff definitely in play. Uh, Would expect, if you're looking at the Detroit Lions versus Kansas City Chiefs straight up, you would expect that the Lions are going to be playing from behind, correct? Is that correct? You still have Patrick Mahomes on the other side, probably playing from behind. I think they are. I think they're not going to be playing from that far behind. There's been a lot of talk about the Lions starting out slow. Kansas City starts out fast. But this is different, okay? Can't. Kelsey went down yesterday. So whatever the fuck plan that they had in place, you can kind of throw it out the window. Just throw it out the fucking window, okay? So <clears throat> I do still think that Jared Goff is in play. Uh, Kansas City's pass defense was 20th in DVOA, 30th in points allowed to the quarterback position. Um, they haven't really, in my opinion, they're not that much, they're not better. Okay, they're decent, but they could still be had. Now, who in the passing game would you want to utilize? A couple of different options, right, at wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, he's going to be the top option. 13,528 and 10,200. Good for fourth, fourth, and third. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs were 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. 10th versus the wide receiver two. 7th versus the wide receiver plus. But they allowed the 26th most points in the league to wide receivers. 29.6 Twenty nine point six on FanDuel and thirty seven point three on draft <coughs> No matter what, the only wide receiver that has the matchups across the board, all the way around, is Amon Ra St. Brown. So Amon Ra is going to be in our lineups. Every single lineup. I don't give a shit what the fuck you got going on. Amon Ra is on the is on it. Okay. We're not doing fucking Marvin Jones. We're not looking at Josh Reynolds, Khalifa Raymond, or Antoine Green. We're just not, okay? Outside of Amon, Ross, St. Brown, in the passing game, I think we can look at the tight end position. Kansas City, 20th uh, in DVOA versus the tight end, 23rd in points allowed to the tight end position at 10.1 and 12.2. Sam Laporta, the rookie, Tends to be the number one uh, option for everyone. There is still Brock Wright. There is still James Mitchell. If you want to look at those guys to kind of be different, I get it. But Sam Laporte is really should be the guy that we're looking at. Sixty five hundred on Fanduel. Fourteen on Yahoo. Uh, five thousand on DK. Good for twenty first, seventeenth, and eighteenth. So if you want a salary salary relief receiving option. For the Detroit Lions, take a look at Sam Laporta, the rookie. Um, definitely think that th- that's in play uh, across the middle. I, th- I don't know. I just Reed doesn't Justin Reed doesn't scare me at all. He doesn't scare me even if it goes over to Brian Cook. I don't think he could cover him. Uh, I do like Sam Laporta, but they should be keeping him in to kind of block a little bit. <clears throat> majorly if they go if they go 12 personnel it's definitely going to be Brock Wright and James Mitchell in their um uh, blocking but outside of that there is one thing that I'm kind of looking at and right now we do know um uh uh Jesus Christ can't remember Chris Jones uh D tackle for Kansas City is not going to be playing they said if they had a deal in place he could play tomorrow. Get the fuck out of here. you fucking lying. So I am kind of looking at the running back position here. I am looking at David Montgomery and and Jameer Gibbs, the Rook. Um, Kansas City was 15th in DVOA versus the Rush, uh, 28th versus the running back in the passing game. They only gave up the 11th most points uh, to running backs at 19.6 and 23.6. I think he can run a little bit higher. Um, I do kind of like Jameer Gibbs when you kind of look at the when you look at the stats, right? Uh, but I think a lot of people are going to look at him eleven thousand on FanDuel, twenty one on Yahoo, eighty two hundred on DK. Good for seventh, fifth, and fifth. Rather high over on Yahoo, rather high over on DK, but I think people are going to try and jam him in. He can be real dynamic with the ball in his hands, but you do have you do have all three wide receiver spots filled in there. Um, they will kind of slot him out wide at times. He'll play the DeAndre Swift role. Now, if anybody who's anybody remembers last year, DeAndre Swift was always kind of the sexy, you know, choice for the Lions offense, and everybody always forgot about Jamal Williams, except for the people who wanted tournaments. So. Now you have David Montgomery here, who actually is an upgrade, uh, playing behind a better offensive line than he ever had in Chicago. So what does that mean? I'm actually looking at David Montgomery. On FanDuel, 13,000, 16 on Yahoo, 6,600 on DK. Good for 5th, 15th, and (coughs) 8th. He's a little bit higher than I thought he would be over on uh, FanDuel. Uh, but that's good. I think a lot of people are going to get kind of bored with him um, and not really look there. The reason I want to use David Montgomery is not only kind of to get off of Jameer Gibbs. I'm kind of thinking of playing Lions are ahead, which means I'm kind of thinking, yeah, Mon St. Brown's going to get his thing, um, but they're going to utilize David Montgomery kind of, you know, in that Jamal Williams role from last year and uh we're going to see some short touchdowns. He should have some success against this front. Uh defensive front for Kansas City. So, I'm really looking at David Montgomery. I'm just going to kind of get fucking weird with it and and really just fucking roll. So, if you want to follow me, go right ahead. It's absolutely fine. Um looking at the Kansas City side, I think you I think Patrick Mahomes is always in play. I probably have Patrick Mahomes on my team, um, but I'm not going to put him in the MVP spot. Um, uh, so I don't want to pay that that price and a half over on DK for him because he is twelve thousand two hundred there. Uh, he's already thirty nine on Yahoo, eighteen on Fanduel. It's about right um, for their DraftKings. Is a little bit different with Showdown. Uh, anybody not familiar, with DraftKings, if you, you have an MVP spot on FanDuel, Yahoo, and DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings is the only one that makes you pay a uh, salary and a half uh, if you put them in the MVP spot. That's why I kind of give you the basic regular salary versus that one. Um, but Detroit, you know, has been bad. And they really still are bad, except, you know, they did add... Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, safety. You got Brian Branch, uh, the rookie. He should, he's slated to play in the slot, which is kind of odd. Um, but uh, he's going to be in there. So they're a little bit better. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to see huge passing numbers, but I could see Patrick Mahomes having two touchdown, two touchdown throws, right? So I'm definitely going to consider it in here, and uh, um, I'm pretty sure everybody, he's going to be chucked. He's going to be like 70% on, anyways. Um, just because Travis Kelsey is not there doesn't mean that Patrick Mahomes just automatically sucks. So just kind of be careful with it. Um, as far as the passing targets are concerned, um, there was a report that was saying that Skymore, Marcos, Feld, uh, Scantling, and Justin Watson, we're actually going to see the field the most uh, in terms of snap share percentage, and that just didn't sit well with me when I heard that. But maybe we can use it to our advantage, right? So Kadarius Tony should be the should be the number one um, They're at ninety five hundred on Fanduel, seventeen on Yahoo, seven thousand on DK. Good for tenth, thirteenth, and six. So I do like him a lot more on Fanduel and Yahoo. He's priced down. He's suppressed um detroit was 26 in dvoa versus the wide receiver one they were also 26 in dvoa versus wide receiver two so that does put sky Moore into play <coughs> pardon but then i'm not i'm not really going to get on these uh uh tertiary f- fucking wide receivers out there but detroit was 30th in uh points allowed to the wide receiver position 31.4 on Fanduel. And 39.9 on DK. I do like the matchups. Even if they flip-flop, they're going to flip-flop with the same guys. And they're going to both have the advantage on there. So I'm not too worried there. Um, So Tony and Sky Moore are my two favorites in terms of the passing game. Um, They're going to work in rookie Rasheed Rice and uh, Justin Ross. You know, Richie James and all that. I'm not going to play that fucking game um, trying to figure out who's who, what's what, you know, who's going to get in there. Although Justin Watson is kind of nice over on uh, DK because he's the $200 receiver. So if you really, really want to get kind of, you know, down there and fit everybody in, Justin Watson might be your guy. Um, but we are going to stay away from the tight ends. I'm not trusting Noah Gray and I'm not trusting Blake Bell. <clears throat> now we've never seen how this offense reacts um, with Patrick Mahomes under center, and then there's no Travis Kelsey. So we're kind of we're kind of spitballing here, trying to figure shit out in terms of the running backs. Clyde edwards alaire fuck it, he is not in there. I think a lot of people are going to be interested in Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Nine thousand on Fanduel, fifteen on Yahoo, fifty-six hundred on DK. Uh, Good for 12th, 16th, and 16th. I think that's going to be one of the salary savers that you're going to see out there. Um, To me, though, if I want to control everything, I think I'm... I was talking with a friend of the program, Paul Burkowitz, about this today. Talking about David Montgomery. um, I also really, for whatever reason, I kind of like Isaiah Pacheco. Now, the Lions were tw- ended up 26 in rush defense, uh, DVOA, and then they were 10th versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, 13th in points allowed overall to the running back position, 18.2 on FanDuel and 20.6 on DK. I think, I think Pacheco can actually get that 20 points on his own. Uh, 11,500 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, 6,800 over on DK, good for 6th, 13th, and 7th. I think there's a possibility that you're going to see me have a lineup with Patrick Mahomes and Isaiah Pacheco in there. I don't know if I'm going to have the wide receivers in there, but I will consider that as an option. Um. My first take would be to do Kadarius Tony because a lot of people will be scared of that. They're going to go to Skymore. Skymore is going to be the Chalk. Okay, so you have to decide if you want to go with that or if you want to get different, if you want to get weird. If you want to get weird, we're fucking backing off on all that. Um, I had talked about Kickers. Kickers as a possibility on that phone call today. Um, I'm kind of off on it, although... If I'm gonna do one of two, I probably would prefer Harrison Butker for Kansas City versus Riley Patterson. Um in terms of the defenses, I'm completely fucking stay away. It's completely fucking stay away. So I think we I think we're gonna see some offensive firepower in here, but I think it's gonna be a little bit different. So like I said, <coughs> I'll have some I'll have some love for Jared Goff. Definitely, if he's pl- if they're playing from behind, it's Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown, okay? Um, if you want to get kind of weird, David Montgomery at running back kind of makes sense because there's not going to be a hell of a lot of people on there. They're going to go to Jameer Gibbs. I want to get different, probably David Montgomery. But I think if you're doing David Montgomery, it's got to be a close game or the Lions leading. Um, Sam Laporte is in play. Uh as a salary saver he might he might be rather popular but i think if you're going if you're going jared goff definitely and you just want to go with the passing offense go amon ross st brown or go sam laporta uh patrick mahomes definitely in play not the mvp though um i do have a lot of interest in isaiah pacheco that he could be my mvp he could be the mvp if you want to really play a different play, fucking Pacheco as MVP. Um, Sky Moore, we do like, but if we want to get different, go with Kadarius Tony. Um, if you're going full offensive, you know, firepower out of Mahomes, you can go with the two on there. Uh, Justin Watson on DK, if you want to get that $200 on there, I like him a little bit more. Um, I think there's a lot of talk on the MVS, and I'm just not sold on it. Um, we've seen what kind of shit show that that can turn out to be. So this podcast is a little bit shorter, but we definitely got through the Thursday night. I got to go check out my daughter's first fucking softball game in middle school, seventh grader. So we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow, um, and we're going to look at week one. We're going to start. We're going to get in there. We're going to get it already been talking about it now we're going to put it now we're going to put that shit up here on the podcast so pay attention pay definitely look for it we'll get you going we're going to definitely win week 1 all right fuck all the haters peace out